everybody. Danger Hour is back. DJ Danger on the ones and twos, spinning some fat beats. How's it going? I uh, recently came back to civilization once again. Oh my god, James! Nobody cares. It's the same old story, James. Oh, I went camping. Oh, I had such a great time. Oh my god, it's so wonderful. Give it up, James. Kill yourself. Oh boy. Someone's in a mood. I'm just, I'm with the listeners, James. No one cares about your stupid cans camping trips anymore. Okay? Maybe the first 13 were fine, but it's just getting a little goddamn old, James. Oh, I know what's happening. You've, you think you know what's happening, James, but you have no idea. <laughs> Someone is a little jelly. Oh my God, James. No. Yeah, you wish you could have gone and pranced with me to and fro through the woods. That's, that's, that's bullshit, James. I, I would never want to. Would you want to go? Yes, I'll go. Nope, you can't come. Oh, fuck you, James. Oh, the nails come out. All right. Hi, everybody. Yep, that's right. I once again went camping. Two weekends in a row. Now, the weekend before this last one, by the way, today is August 1st, 2016, the year of our Lord. Um, it's a Monday. Monday, Monday. Da, 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 do. You don't know the words, do you, James? I forgot. Every other day, every other day, every other day, every other day, every other day is fine. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. It's Monday. You got a case of the Mondays? Well, not really, because if you're listening to this, that means it's not Monday anymore. Unless you waited a week, then listen to it, then it'll be Monday, according to my math skills. James, you're just rambling. All right, moving right along. Yeah, so this last weekend, I actually had it uh, planned. It was booked. My wife had the weekend off. She found out like a month ago, and I'm like, hey. Since I've been going on all these trips without you, just me and the kids, father of the year, by the way, <laughs> shout out to Peterson, <laughs> shout out to Peterson, who says, I do good, nice, fun things with my kids just so I can brag about being a good father. What an asshole. How about the possibility that I'm just a good father, Peterson, huh? Did ever pop into your thick skull? Well, it should. That's the that's real deal right there. I'm just a great father. You know, I'm a great guy overall. Uh, a great friend. Great lover. A uh, great listener. Um, I don't think so, James. You like to listen with your mouth. You know what you like to do with your mouth? I can show you, James. No, forget it. Backfired. So, yeah, this weekend uh, was, uh, was planned. Last weekend was not planned. Last weekend was... So, uh, I guess it was kind of planned, actually, now I think about it. Oh, my God, James. Catching us up in lies. The thing about lying, James, is that it's hard to keep track of all the webs. And sooner or later, you get tangled up in your own webs, James. And then a spider comes down and it, it sucks your blood, James. That's, that doesn't make any sense. But, yeah, yeah the first part did. Anyway, the week before, I was going to go with my children. Look, look here's the deal. Here is the deal. Some of you are probably thinking, wow, what kind of asshole just ditches his wife and takes the kids camping without her? 
I'll tell you who. This asshole. Because she works retail, everybody. She works retail, which means her weekends are stolen, which also means my weekends are stolen. You like how that works? Because she drinks my milkshake. She drinks it up. So I'm like, you know what? I could stay home with the kids all weekend, laying around the house, you know, or going to the park or whatever bullshit I can do. Or I could take them and prance around in the woods with me for a bit. Well, for the whole weekend. Isn't it, if you were a child, wouldn't you rather pick going with your great, fantastic father? Here we go. Into the woods and, uh, you know, making s'mores, barbecuing some, uh, what the hell do we have? Uh, no, we had sausages that time. Some chicken sausages. Huh? Running around, throwing rocks and whatnot. Come on. This is a no-brainer. So, yeah, that's why I take the kids by myself without my wife. Because she's working the whole weekend. Like, she's working the whole fucking day. 11 to 8. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> and the next day. Oh, what time is tomorrow? 9 to 6. Whatever it is. Whatever the hell it is. You know, the whole day is gone. So, well, bye. So we take off. So the weekend before, I mean, to be honest, I think I've gone like seven times already this season. And I got I to gotta be extra honest with you. I think I'm a little bit over it now at this point. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm done with camping for this year. Maybe I'll, I'll get the bug again like in a month. But uh, as far as I can see, I think that's it. I, I put all the camping shit up in the rafters. So uh, as far as I'm concerned, that's pretty serious. <laughs> so anyway, last weekend, I'm like, hmm, maybe I should switch it up. Maybe I should make Peterson, Peterson, son, 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 bring Larry and his kids, and uh, we can all go up there and hang out together. So if you guys listen to Sticks and Stones podcast, that's the uh, podcast I do with Peterson and Lido, the asshole. Uh, I think that's on his birth certificate. They knew that back then. So <laughs> I kind of like, you know, the, you know, divide and conquer bullshit. You know, I put his wife against him and then, you know, he had no choice but to go. That's just, that's pretty much what happened. I, I conned Peterson into hanging out with me for the weekend. <laughs> it was fun. They came up, they, uh, they brought their, uh, Larry's sister. Fucking forgot her name already. Blue hair and uh, some other little girl. And it was, it was good. It was a good time. Slightly annoying, but overall a good time. I made them go on a hike with me. Wow. How fun was that? You could ask Larry and Peterson. They'll tell you. Loads of fun. What about loads, James? Stop it. Stop making this innocent conversation into dirty stuff. I can't help it, James. You just bring that out of me. All right. So, uh, what the fuck was I going to say? About, oh, so get this. So, Peterson. Peterson? Son, son. We went on Thursday night after I got out of work. We went up to this other campground. It's uh, the opposite direction, so we got no traffic. It's pretty fucking nice. And we get there, and it's up in the woods, up in the, uh, the Angeles National Forest. We get to the campground, and it's gorgeous, right? 
probably the most beautiful campground I've seen in California. Well, I mean, take it back. We're talking like Yosemite and stuff. I'm going to say SoCal. It's like the most beautiful looking campground. So we're driving in there. And there's like all this green fern all over the place. It's really fucking green. And you got to like drive down. See, the other campground I go to is kind of high elevation and you have the views of the sunset. This one's like deep in the woods where you're driving down into like, you know, the little valley area. Shitload of trees. I'm like, fuck yeah, this is beautiful. Find a good, decent spot because it's all first come, first serve. We get out, stretch our legs, and all of a sudden, you know, you look up and the, sh- the sunlights, the beams are shining through the trees and shit. And in every beam of light you see shining through the trees, there's lit- literally hundreds of thousands of little flies. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, man. But they were like little, they were like little uh, normal little flies. They look like little pixie moth type things. What's that about pixies, James? Ah, shut up. They look like little fairies, like like hundreds of thousands of of little of little you flying around. Oh my god, James, it must have been beautiful. It was quite lovely. So I go to the bathroom because yes, I looked on Yelp, which I hardly ever do, but I was looking up campgrounds on there. And there's these people, most people are saying like, oh, it's a great campground, but the bathrooms are disgusting, right? And uh, I take a walk in the bathroom. I'm like, all right, let's see how bad could it be. Woohoo, boy. I tell you what. I don't know how you get shit on the outside of these little toilets. I don't know how that happens. I mean, it seems to me if you sit on the fucking bowl, the shit should drop into the hole, right? Go figure. Somehow. Shit got on the outside of this thing all over the place. And it's gross. And there's dozens of flies inside this bathroom. Just And when you open the door, these big, you know, the big fat normal flies you see in your house. They're all over the place. And then there's, there's toilet paper all over the ground, like used paper. I was like, all right, dude. All right. I took a step out. I was like, maybe I can deal with this because the campground's that beautiful, right? Plus, I brought my own little toilet. But when it comes to taking a shit, you know. You don't want to shit in your tent. <laughs> I bring that toilet for like, you know, the middle of the night pisses. So you don't got to get up out of, the, out of the tent, put all your clothes on. So I was like, yeah, what do you want to do, kids? Let's go to the other one. Let's go see a snowflower. That one's better. You too, Jacob? Yes. <sighs> all right. So we went to go see snowflower. We got a fantastic spot Thursday night at the snowflower campground. Next day was Friday. I didn't work. The whole day was beautiful. Snowflower comes around. Dude, I didn't get charged for Thursday night. Fantastic. Beautiful. It's beautiful and fantastic. Here she comes. Snowflower always delighting me with her little stories, right? So this time... Oh, and one other side note. When she pulled up in a little snowflower mobile, there was a paper on the back window that said, Camp Manager Needed. And I was like, oh, my God, here's my chance. Here's my opportunity to fulfill my new life dream. Ranger danger in action. And I could be working alongside Snowflower, the dangerous duo. But I said he must have an RV, which I don't have. So let's kind of squash that one. Next thing up, I'm going to purchase an RV, everybody, so I can drift away into the woods. <laughs> uh, so uh, Snowflower. She comes over. She's like, 
hey, I just want to tell you that you have to be careful with rattlesnakes around here because a little while ago, I saw that someone came to me and they said, hey, there's a rattlesnake on my campsite. So, you know, I went over there. And what happened was this lady, she left her tent open all the day, okay? She, she left the, the zipper open to get, a, to get air inside the tent and a snake crawled inside her tent. And then she was gone like almost the whole day and she came back and it was too windy for her. So she wanted to sleep in her car. So she didn't sleep in her tent. But if she would have slept in her tent, she would have got bit by that rattlesnakes. Like, whoa. Those are pretty, that's pretty good luck if you ask me. Oh, she's very lucky. She would have got bit. She would have came in night times and not seen it. And it would have got her. So don't leave your tent open or the snakes will get you. I was like, all right. Great. Thank you, Snowflower. I love you. Oh, so uh, what movie are you playing this weekend? Ah, oh, it's, um, uh, what's it called? It's uh, like Galaxy, the Guardians. Oh, that one was too easy. Usually it's, she fucking butchers it, but she got it pretty good. I've never seen that movie. Oh, it's pretty good. Is it really? Oh, maybe I'll maybe I check it out. Okay. Okay, how many nights? Two. Okay, $40. <laughs> Didn't charge you for Thursday. God bless her soul. I know she saw me down there too. Started drive by in the evening time. So anyway, Peterson came on. Peterson, son. Uh, forget it. I'm getting ahead of myself. So later that day, that day, I was going out for uh, on my wood hunting expedition to chop chop me down some. Well, not chop me down, but you know, find some uh, some fucked up uh, logs on the floor and just hack them up. So I'm uh, walking around. Mind of my own business. Now, the kids are running around doing the kid stuff, you know, just running around, jumping on shit, throwing rocks, all that stuff, all that fun, happy kid stuff. All of a sudden, they come running to me. Daddy, daddy, daddy. I was like, what, what, what? There's a rattlesnake by Jacob. I was like, what? He was standing like right next to it. He didn't see it. I'm like, oh, my God. And I got like that shiver down your spine, right? Like, holy shit, dude, my kid could have been bit by a rattlesnake. So I'm fucking scared now. Where was it? Right by our campsite. Oh, great. It went into a hole. Oh, great. <laughs> so I'm like, stay away from it. Tell me which hole it is, right? So I'm pulling up my first bundle of wood, and they point out the hole, and I see it. I don't see any snake around. I was like, all right. I drop off the wood. So just stay away from there, okay? Be very careful. Keep your eyes open. Blah, 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 blah. I go back down for my second bundle. They stay up on the campsite like away from that area, you know, like where the tent is. They're up there. I'm walking back with the load, and I see a fucking head popping out of the ground this time, the snake head. And I was like, oh, shit, there it is. And so as a father, my, uh, my job is to keep my children alive. So I figure, hey, snake's head's popping out of the ground. I got this big, strong axe in my hand. Why don't I take it upon myself? To kill this innocent creature to protect my children. Selfish? Maybe. Uh, animal cruelty? Absolutely. But would I do it again? You're goddamn right I would. Because human lives are more important than animal lives. Everything has taught me that. Right, everybody? <laughs> so I get my axe, right? I'm looking at the head. 
popping out. He's not moving. It's like his head sticking out and maybe like uh, half an inch of his neck. Body, I guess it, the whole thing is his neck, right? <laughs> so uh, I, I get the, the axe in my right hand. So I put it up in the air. It doesn't move. It's perfectly still. Rain the blow down. Whoosh. And I hit exactly where the head was. And I was pretty impressed with this strike. All right. It was pretty fucking accurate. But the thing is, I don't see the head. So I get nervous because I'm like, oh, great. I pissed off this snake. Now what's it going to do? Is it going <laughs> to come out of here? See, I'm not a, I'm not a crocodile hunter. I don't know all kinds of things about animals. So I don't know if, like, you know, I'm pretty sure they're going to want to be left alone and, and they run away from humans. But I don't know if you piss them off if they'll come after you. So I did what any logical person would do. I swung them right back in the hole again. Whack. And I delivered another excellent blow. But I, see, I saw nothing. I just hacked up the dirt. And that was that. So I walked back with the kids. Or to the kids with the wood. And I told them, you know, I think I killed a snake. Really, Daddy? I was like, I can't be sure. But I'm pretty sure I got it. So a little bit later, we're out prancing around. Uh, taking a little stroll. We pass by the hole and I see a piece of the snake sticking out of the hole. I'm like, oh, fuck. I got him. Now I have a walking stick. The same stick I've talked about before in this podcast many a time. The one that I used to poke the wood in the fire. All that. So it has a hook on the end. I put the hook on the whatever the part of the snake, snake I can see. And its head pops out. And I, I got him. I didn't sever the head. But I... I took like, you know, I like nicked half his body. You know what I mean? I, like I half de decapitated this thing. And there was two, two cuts on him because I hit him with both of those, both those hits, right? So I, I put the hook on the snake's body and I start pulling it out and the tail flops out. <clears throat> and the body's still stuck in there though. Fucking tail flops out. It's not a rattlesnake, dude. I felt like such an asshole. I killed a snake that was really no harm at all. Can you believe that? I felt really bad. Now, a part of me is saying, I probably shouldn't be telling this story because a lot of people love animals and they're going to be hating on me. But if you were in my position and a deadly, vicious, venomous snake was trying to kill your children and strip them from your lives and ruin a perfectly good trip before Peterson even got there, you would have done the same thing, I guarantee it. Possibly. Yeah, but I felt bad about it. You know, so the next thing I did was what anybody would do. I uh, positioned it on the log and took photos of it with my little Batman figure. I'm not proud of it, but you can see the photos at Batagrams on Instagram. At Batagrams. B-A-T-A-G-R-A-M-S. At Batagrams. I'm not proud of it, like I said, but uh, I'm going to release a pretty good Joker one coming out pretty soon. It'll probably be out by the time you listen to this. <laughs> Once again, not proud of it. Uh, but I did what I had to do. And God damn it, I would do it again. Oh my God, James, even knowing that I wasn't posing this, you'd do the same thing again? That's cruel. Yeah, you're probably right. No, I wouldn't do it again. But I, I wouldn't have gotten a cool photo if I wouldn't have done it. Oh my God, James! I'm just kidding. You got to make light of this stuff so I don't feel bad all fucking day. All right? All right. <laughs> So Peterson shows up the next day, and uh, this asshole is taking photos of the 
bucket of Legos he brought. He he takes a bucket of Lego everywhere he goes. Not a bucket. It's like a plastic container. Everywhere he goes, he has a bucket of Lego. Why do I keep saying bucket? It's not a bucket. It's <laughs> a container. James, he just said he took a photo with your Batman figure. Yeah, I know. I'm just bullshitting. All right. I'm doing the same thing, but he, you know, he carries a whole container, which is, I think, way more nerdy than me. All right, I just had him in my cargo shorts. <laughs> I got to tell you something, guys. It's goddamn fun. You know what? I'm going to save that for my fancy then, okay? A little preview of what's to come. All right, what else we got here? Uh, all right, this latest uh, camping trip. I know it's always about camping, dude. All right, I get it. But that's what I've been doing lately. So if you don't like it, you can uh, press stop right now. I don't give a shit. Throw your phone at the car. <laughs> Serves you right. So this last weekend, we went to Idlewild. I've never been there before. I heard good things about it. The Yelp reviews were uh, promising. So there's this campground called Marion Mountain. People said good things about it. They said there's a good trail nearby. I'm like, all right, that's cool. So you're driving out there. Now, if you don't know where Idlewild is, because I don't know where it was, it's close to Palm Springs. So you're driving out there, and there isn't shit out there to see. It's just all ugly, gross, deserty-looking nastiness, right? Dry. Everything looks like it's dead. Even the people out there look like they should be dead. Like, it looks like nothing should survive out there. So you start driving up the mountain, all of a sudden, instead of you seeing like sand and, and uh, rock and those desert plants, as you're going up the mountain, all of a sudden, you're like in the thick woods. It's like, what the hell? How does this even happen? I don't get it. But anyway, so you, you go up there, and it's gorgeous, all right? Way nicer than the Snowflower Campground. Really nice. So we go to uh, our campground, and I reserved this one online. I've never been there before. They didn't have any photos online. That's a big sign, like a big, uh-oh, red flag, right? But it's a decent... Decent, decent, barely decent campgrounds. Like, all right, well, just hope we have a good site because there's some good sites here. We had the literally the shittiest site in the whole place. It was dead center, surrounded by like four other campground or uh, yeah, campsites. All these kids are running around, like running onto our site before we're even setting up. That's how close. Like, they're just oh, it was a nightmare. The bathroom was right next door. There was zero shade. There was no flat ground for the tent. It was all like, uh, it was like on a little hill. It was shit. And I was so angry, dude. I'm like, oh no. And I get out and guess what? Next, right next to us, there's a guy with a, with a RV. And he's got his generator on. And I looked at my wife and I said, nope, I'm not fucking doing this. And she's like, but we already paid for it. I'm like, I don't care. I'm forfeiting this money. I'm out. Where are we going to go? There's no other sites here. I was like, dude, we passed like three other campgrounds. We're going to find something different. Fuck this place. I'm out. So <laughs> here we go. We're driving. And I'm a grouchy asshole, okay? I'm like, I can't fucking believe this, dude. It's already, look how late it is. We're not going to get anything. We drove all this way. God damn it. We're going to be stuck with a shitty site. Oh, shit. And she's like, just calm down. Just calm down. You're ruining the day. It's like, the day has already been ruined. <laughs> so I go to the next campground we've, we can find. And it's all booked up. And I'm panicking. And it's a small campground. I'm like, oh, man. We're screwed. This weekend's going to be shit. 
So I go to the uh, the next one we see, and it's called Dark Canyon. And I'm like, oh, shit. I like the sound of that. Let's do it. This winds up being like a five-mile road off the main road through this through the through the woods. I was like, and this looks awesome. Beautiful. I'm like, all right, now, now we're talking. We get to the end of the road, and this campground is pretty damn cool. Really cool, actually. Very woodsy, a lot of good sights. Like we find number one is open and it's available, and it's a pretty pretty decent campground, campsite. And we drive around real quick. There's some really good ones, but yeah, we, you know, they were mostly taken also. And we got that one and it was amazing. The only problem is, here's what sucks. They have this, there's like a creek nearby, but it's all dried up for the most part. There's, there's a little bit of water in there. They have it all fenced off and there's signs everywhere. And it says, oh, stop. You cannot go past this area. Uh, endangered species, preservation, the yellow-legged frog. I'm like, really? <laughs> You're trying to say some goofy-ass frog? Who gives a shit? It's a frog! It's a frog, dude. It's not a majestic bear or some kind of beautiful owl. It's a frog! Do we need frogs? Well, James, uh, I'm pretty sure we need frogs out there, James. Who's going to eat all the flies? That's a good point because there was a shitload of flies in this place. That's what was annoying about it. They're just like, you know, you know, I don't know what it is about these bugs, but they love to fly right next to your ear holes. What is the deal? Well, what's the deal? The flies fly in ear holes. It's always like, it's like they, t- they touch your ear holes and you like, fuck shit. It's very annoying. Although the second day there was a thunder thunderstorm, it was awesome. It's the best dude when you're camping and you hear thunder crashing like crazy. No rain, but that weather it got all like uh, overcast. The weather took away all the flies, so that was wonderful. But yeah, do you go back to this tree fr- or tree frog? It's just a regular frog. They 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 blocked off this whole area for this dumbass frog. Here comes a ranger lady like the next day. Hi, everybody. Just wanted to come and uh, touch base with everybody. We're trying to save the species of the yellow leg frog, and there's only 200 left in the whole world. And we got a little community here in this area. And, and I was like, really? How important is this frog into the eco- ecosystem? Can we just do it without it so I can go near it and we'll take a walk next to the creek? <laughs> He's laughing because, I mean, I was being a goofball. I wasn't being serious. But, uh, but seriously, do we need to save this frog? Right? Is it that important? I mean, what's more important, this frog living or me being able to take a walk by the creek if I want to? I mean, I lost out on some awesome scenery because this dumb frog is almost dead. Oh my God, James! You're killing snakes. You want all the frogs dead. Who the hell are you? Oh. Dude, all I'm saying is humans fucked up the world already. So why do we got to stop and try to save stuff now? Huh? We killed all kinds of stuff. What's one more frog going to do? Nothing. It's not going to affect anybody. James, what if that one frog has the cure for ball cancer, James? And then one day you get ball cancer, James, and all of a sudden, there goes that frog, James. You could have saved your balls, James. So, James, think about your balls. All right. Great. (laughs) Okay. 
All right, moving right along. Speaking of animals and death, there's a story recently. I'm sure you've all seen it because it went viral <laughs> like things do these days. Story about these, uh, this Chinese lady. Oh, my God, James. Why's it got to be a Chinese lady, James? Why can't it just be a lady? Why do you got to point out that she's a chink, James? I said Chinese. That's what I said. All right. It's, it's vital to the story because it happened to take place in China in one of these like wildlife parks where you drive your car through them and you look at an wild animals running around. So this idiot, she's in the passenger seat, I'm assuming. Do Chinese people drive on the opposite side? Hmm. I'm going to say they don't. So she gets out of the car. That's right. She's in a wild animal park that you drive through. And she gets out of the car. <laughs> she walks around the front of the hood to the other side. And there's a dude on that side. She opens the door. And she's so casual about it, not looking around, not giving a shit. And all of a sudden, out of the frame, this tiger just jumps towards her and just effortless, effortlessly, hold on, effortlessly, grabs her and pulls her out of the frame of the camera, of the camera shot. And it's terrifying. It's like, holy shit. But she was asking for it, dude. All right. These goddamn Asians. Oh, my God, James. You can't say that, James. You can't say chinx. I didn't say that. You did. <laughs> I'm telling you. There's something with the, with the, with the Asians. Yep. It's their turn to be attacked on this show. There's something with the Asians. I don't get it. If you listen to the show, and if you don't, it doesn't matter. I'll just I'll repeat myself anyway. I went to Yellowstone last year. Asians are the ones that ignore all the signs. And yeah, I know what you're thinking. Oh, are they in English? Oh, maybe they're not in Chinese, so how would they know? Okay, because there's pictures on the goddamn signs. That's why. There's a picture of a dude walking off the boardwalk in the Hot Springs area. With a big circle and a line through it. And like steam coming up next to him. And he's like, oh! <laughs> Alright, it's obvious. Hey, don't walk out there. And the signs are on the land you don't walk on. There's like a little sign right there. And then there's signs all over the place. Stay on the boardwalk. Do not walk off there. Blah, blah, blah. So yeah, recently somebody walked off. I reported about it already. The guy, uh, guy or woman, I forgot what it was fell into one of the hot springs and boiled to death. Same thing, dude. There's a bunch of signs. Stay at least 30 yards from the bison and the elk and the deer or whatever else it was. And these people are walking right up to them. Oh, take the picture. I must have taken the picture. And what happens? Every year... You read stories about someone getting fucking gored by a bison. And you read it, and it's like, oh, yeah. Wen Lang Chan was a gore. It's like, oh, surprise, surprise. <laughs> yeah, so this chick got taken out, killed by this tiger. Is it true that the Chinese are the rabbits of humans? There's just so many of them that they're like, they're expendable. You ever heard that before? You ever heard that's why there's so many rabbits or that's why rabbits have sex so, so much all the time and reproduce so much so they can keep feeding the population of the forest 
because everything eats the rabbits. So everything, all the animals depend on rabbits reproducing quickly so they can feed everybody. Is that what the Chinese are? Huh. There's like a billion of them. They're the rabbits of the human race. Huh. They're very, very quiet. We are the rabbits of the human race. This show's gotten to a whole new level of racism. I'm not proud of it, but I can't take it back. James, you can just uh, edit all that out. No, I don't. I, I, it's out of my hands. Sorry. All right. Moving right along, everybody. <laughs> Speaking of rabbits, dude, I just got to. I have a tangent to go off on real quick. So the other day, one day, I was taking a hike by myself. And uh, the sun was going down. And I was getting a little bit scared because there could be a mountain lion out there that wants to take me, you know? Like that Chinese woman just snagged me and dragged me into the woods. Uh, anyway, so I'm walking around and uh, I'm on this trail and it's out in this park nearby. And the park is pretty woodsy. It's a nice park. And I see a bunch of rabbits all over the place. Now, the thing about rabbits that I found to be funny, funny, strange, not haha, is that they blend in really well with their environment, right? Their gray fur blends in with all these sticks in the dirt and the bushes. But there's that giant white fluffy tail. I was just thinking, why? Why? Why would your whole body blend in? But you get this bright white fluffy ball. <laughs> Hi! I'm over here in case you didn't see me. <laughs> now, one of the things I thought about was, all right, maybe there's some uh, white looking plants around here that it could, you know, look like it's part of a plant instead of a uh, part of a rabbit's ass. But no, I didn't see anything around there that resembles rabbit's tail. It's just, it's just right out there in the open. It seems kind of stupid after all these years. Why the, uh, why, you know, it's gotta be a reason, right? Is it to attract mates? Probably what it is. Everything in life is about either fucking or eating, right? So it's either white so predators can actually see them, which is kind of dumb. Or it's white because it's like, hey, come get it. I'm right over here. Look at this. Anyway, sorry, that was my tangent. And uh, let's move on. Moving right along. <laughs> you know what? I mentioned this on the other, uh, the other podcast, but same park. After I finished one of my hikes, I'm walking back through the park because I was, uh, I, I went pretty hard on one of these. Oh, my God, Jim. How hard did you go? All right. I went pretty hard on one of these hikes and I pushed myself and I, I got pretty tired. My, my feet were killing me because I got shitty shoes. So I'm like, you know what? I'm, uh, I'm not going to take the, uh, the rest of the trail back. I'm just going to walk through the park because I went like seven something miles. I usually go like around five something. So I'm like, this time I'm going to do harder, man. I got to train from the Yosemite hike. So I walked through the park and this is when I saw these Pokemon Go fucks. All right. This is probably old news at this point, but they, they're still out there. You've probably all seen this. But I literally felt like I was on The Walking Dead. And I was, and you know, I put blood of the zombies all over my body so I could walk amongst them. Because they're all walking in circles, looking at this stupid map on their phone, and they all look like they're fucking zombies. It's so bizarre. And I felt like I was an outsider walking amongst the rest of them. I felt it was such an eerie feeling. I, 
I've never felt like that ever. Like, what other way would you ever feel like that? Unless everyone's on drugs and some kind of like rave or whatever. But I mean, I've never done that either. But I, I wouldn't imagine another situation where you would feel like there's just nothing but mindless people walking around, like bumping into each other, just going in circles. Because they're just walking around aimlessly, very slow, looking down. Very bizarre. Fucking, oh my God, this world is so weird. It's getting so, so weird. Every day, it's getting stranger and stranger. Okay, yeah, let's see. See, am I done rambling here? No, I got some more time. God. What else I got written down here? Let's see. Uh, oh, here's here's something. <laughs> I know this is captivating broadcasting. I thought this was funny. I went to the store the other, the other day. One one day, <clears throat> one day, I saw a child playing with a ruby the size of a tangerine. The bandit had been throwing them away, so I steal them. Well, because he thought it was a good spot, because some men aren't looking for anything logical, like money. They can't be bought, bullied, raising, or negotiated with some men. Just want to watch the world burn. <laughs> I killed about 20 seconds. Yeah, so uh, one day, I was at the store getting groceries, which I hate doing, by the way. And uh, he, the cashier guy scanning it. It's a new guy. I've never seen him before. He's a young, young guy, younger guy, maybe late 20s. And he goes, hey, so you're wearing uh, all black? And I'm like, what? I didn't say that. I thought it. I look at him. He's like, you got Oakley's on? You got a G-Shock? He goes, the Raider has thrown me off, though. I was like, what do you mean? You work for the city? Uh, No, I don't. You don't? Whoa, I'm like, never wrong. I was like, why would you like? Why would you say that? It's a thing. Whatever I'm wearing is a thing for the city. He's like, well, you know, a lot of cops, man. They like to wear all black. They wear the Oakleys and the G-Shock. So, yeah, I thought I thought you were a cop. <laughs> I was like, well, you're very observant. Are you going to be a cop? Oh uh, yeah, actually, I am. Oh yeah, I'm taking the test in uh, two weeks. All right, well, congratulations. You're going to be one of the good ones. Yeah, yeah, I am. A lot of stuff going on right now in the world, man. Cops getting bad rap. There's a lot of idiots out there giving us a bad name. <laughs> giving us. So, you know, I'm going to be one of the good ones, man. I'm going to set a good example for the community. Like, all right. Glad to hear that. Let's see how long you last to you fucking snap. <laughs> oh, my God, James. You're so pessimistic. That's how I've survived all this time. All right. You got to doubt. Okay. You got to live. You have to fight another day. I understand. All right. I think I've uh, rambled enough. I thought this show was going to be a lot more interesting than it has been. I uh, apologize in advance. Uh, well, I can't really do that because you've already, you're almost 40 minutes in if you're still listening to this shit. <laughs> oh, I got another thought. Here's another random thought from James. So, in my job, I'm out roaming the streets, and maybe I'm a cop like this guy thought. Maybe I was just lying. But uh, I'm out on the road all the time. And. I got to take pisses, so I can either piss in a bag that I have, but I feel weird doing that because no matter where you go, there's people everywhere. And so I feel weird standing like right side, <laughs> beside my vehicle, pissing into a bag. It's pretty obvious what I'm doing, right? So I go to a lot of uh, 
restaurants to take pisses or public parks if I find them. Parks are better because they're less crowded. But, you know, if I find like a, like a Carl's Jr. or something, I'll go in there. And uh, what I've found is a lot of restaurants, not really Carl's Jr., it's mostly like Jack in the Box or uh, McDonald's sometimes. They will have, like you have to, they have to buzz you in. You ever seen this before? And you're like, oh, can I use the bathroom? Okay, go ahead. They had to push it like three times before you go grab the door. And I just think like, what is the point of this? Are they trying to, you know, keep an eye, or, you know, so people don't hang out in the bathrooms? So homeless guys don't go in there and sleep? Is that why? I mean, is it supposed to keep track of, oh, so we know who's going in there, you know, because we got to buzz them in so we have an idea of who's in the bathroom. But they're not paying attention. There's, it's fast food. These people are not paying one fucking attention to the bathroom people. As soon as you're like, can I go to the bathroom? Okay, okay. Bzz, bzz, bzz. And then they're forgetting about you. They don't give a shit. And what about the other ones where you got to get a stupid coin? Ah, oh, it's the worst. Please see cashier for coin. Ah! You got to go grab this dirty-ass coin and shove it in there. I've got a better alternative, everybody. If the goal is to keep like scumbags out of the bathroom, why don't they have a little computer on the door that asks you a trivia question? All right? And if you're a retard and you don't know the answer, you ain't getting in. There is no coins. There is no buzzing. You can answer a trivia question. <laughs> like, who is the current president of the United States? If you're a burned out junkie, you're probably not going to know that, right? I mean, maybe you will, but if, you don't, if you're like some homeless guy with no TV and you're living on the street, you probably would still know it, right? You got to be completely retarded or out of it. And those people don't need to be in the bathrooms. <laughs> what if they have really hard questions and if you get the answer, you get to go to like a VIP bathroom that's super clean and nice. You know what I mean? Like what, James? What would be a super hard question that someone would be asked? Uh, let's see. How about something like, what are the uh, letters for iron on the periodic table of the elements? What are they, James? <laughs> I don't... Uh, I-R? Is that right? <laughs> oh, man. I guess you can see which bathroom I'd be using. Anyway, I guess the point is, Please just do away with those stupid coin bullshit and the buzzing, all right? Just enough with that. Stop it. It's not effective. That's what I think it is. I guess a variable could be, if you ask me. All right, let's start closing the show out, everybody, because this one's really off the rails, and I'm getting tired. You know, i got to go on a hike after this. I have to. The wife is out for the night. The kids are at the in-laws. I said, all right, I'm coming home. I'm going to eat, watch a real quick show. 4.30, I'm starting the podcast. I'll be done by uh, 5.30. I'll go on a hike. I'll be back by 7.30. And I'll wash my clothes. I got the whole thing mapped out. <laughs> See how that goes. All right. Let's start closing the show. I a little something I like to call. I fancy that. It's beautiful. beautiful. It's wonderful. wonderful. It's I fancy that. Fancy, fancy, fancy. All right. Fancy times, or what I. All right. Here's what I fancy. A couple things. Uh, <laughs> a 
first and foremost, what I fancy is on Netflix, and it's a little something called Stranger Things. Oh my god. It's fucking awesome. I'm sure you've already heard about it, and if not, let me uh, start by saying, oh my god. You must be out of the loop, because everyone's talking about this show. And rightfully so, because it's really badass. You know, I've always been a fan of movies that feature kids as the main characters. So this is, this has a lot, okay, especially 80s movies, right? A lot of 80s movies had kids as as the main characters, and they were awesome, and like they're classics. A few examples off the top of my head. The Goonies, of course. Uh, E.T. What about uh, Stand By Me? Right? Sandlot? That was in the 80s, but you know. All classic movies. They just seem very interesting to me when the kids are the main characters. But anyway, so this movie takes place circa 1985 or something. And uh, it's really cool, man. It's just the cool, the style of it, the the genre, sci-fi. It's really badass. That's all I'm going to say. Please, please check it out if you haven't done so already. Yeah, me and the wife and the kids, we all loved it. And uh, everyone I've, I've known that saw it has raved about it and said nothing but good things. So if that's any testament to, uh, to anything, take that to the bank and smoke it. That's not the way it goes, James. Put that in your pipe and bank it. That's not the way it goes, James. You get it. Hey, butthead, make like a tree and get the hell out of here. Uh, anyway, so yeah, Stranger Things. I fancy that. Here's the other thing I fancy, probably more than anything else recently. I've been really getting back into toy photography. (laughs) I can't even say it without laughing because I know how stupid it sounds. But it's fun. It makes life more interesting and more fun. These last camping trips I've been on, I've taken handfuls of these little figures. It's all Batman related because I have a, you've already heard it before, going to hear it again, an Instagram page that I have devoted to the Dark Knight himself, Batagrams, at B-A-T-A-G-R-A-M-S, Batagrams. It's a little two-inch figure, and uh, I've got a bunch of different ones, and I pose them in different environments (laughs) with cute little, hopefully funny captions. Sometimes they're little videos. It's just a blast. It's so ridiculous how fun, like carrying a little figure in your pocket, and if you're walking around and you see something that strikes you, like, oh, that's interesting, or oh, that would be funny, or oh, that would be cool, and you pose a little figure and you take a little photo. It's pretty fun. And yes, it's funny watching other people, like I saw Peterson doing it. (laughs) It's funny to watch it and to be watched. Like my wife was taking pictures of me doing this recently. Like I felt like an asshole taking a photo of me taking photos of toys (laughs) but it is funny um but yeah dude i fancy the hell out of it and i realized i have a new life calling everybody you see i thought i wanted to be a, a a ranger ranger danger right that's what i thought i wanted to do with my life i love being in the woods and uh like i wanted to fuck with people but what i really realized that i absolutely adore is exploring, walking around through the woods, 
okay? Every time I go, you know, I think for the most part, every time I go on a cam- uh, camping, one of the highlights for me is taking the hikes through the woods. I think it's so goddamn fun. Like if we, me and the kids go exploring, I feel like a kid walking around, looking at all the cool different stuff you'll see. What can you see, James? Nothing but trees and rocks. Boring. No, that's not it at all. It's all kinds of stuff. Like dead snakes. Oh my God, James. Now there's all kinds of like crazy natural occurring stuff out there. Like, you know, rotted trees. Like the insides are all hollowed out. Giant mushrooms. You know, like different colored trees. Like I took a picture of a red tree yesterday. I'm li- literally red. The wood was red. And it was crazy. It's pretty sick. Another tree looked like it was like a Van Gogh painting. There's just, now I know how gay this is going to sound, but there's just, there's so much beauty in the world. <laughs> Hashtag American beauty. Uh, no, but I love it. So here's my new life passion, everybody. And I love taking pictures. I want to be a National Geographic photographer. The only thing standing in my way is lack of photography, a good camera, and my family, and no money. That's the only thing standing in my way. If I got rid of my family, I'd be free to travel around the world. If I was better at photography, I could actually be a photographer. And if I had all the right equipment, I can take nice photos. Just those things. Oh, and I probably should have like a really regular stomach. So I can shit in the woods, no problem. Yeah, that, that could be an issue. I'd have to like eat pine cones and fucking needles. Like pine needles only, and that would keep my shit pretty good. Probably, right? If all those things were okay, like my stomach was like a rock, I would, I would just leave right now. That's, that seems like such a fun-ass life. Think about it. My love of toy photography <laughs> mixed with exploring the wilderness. Mixed with trying to find exciting, interesting things to look at. And I would love to look at wildlife, although that's scary as hell. There's nothing more terrifying than being in the woods by yourself and hearing noises in the distance and not knowing what it is. Your mind starts going crazy thinking about all this wild stuff that it could be, but most likely is not and never could be. And you start thinking it's a giant bear. It's like, there's no bears over here. But it could be a bear. <laughs> it's probably a mountain lion. But they don't attack people. They try to stay away from people for the most part. They want nothing to do with humans. But people get attacked sometimes. Yeah, like small women like in the hills. They're being sexist. Yeah, you're probably right. I think uh, mountain lions only attack women and small children and the elderly. You know, the weakest of our species. I think men, they leave alone. <laughs> so yeah, I want to be a National Geographic photographer guy they'll send me on expeditions they'll pay for all my room and board and all my travel and all i gotta do is walk around meet strange people right look at all this cool land lands i'll never ever be able to go to that would be amazing i love it dude i love prancing through the woods (laughs) I can't make myself any more clear. Oh, boy. Is that all I got? Anyway, dude, check out my fucking page. Tell all your friends about it. 
I feel like there's a lot of good content on there that is being missed out on. All right. And while you're at it, once again, hold on. At Batagrams, B-A-T-A-G-R-A-M-S. And then Peterson has the Lego Hero Show. He does all Lego stuff. He's not limited as much as I am. Because Lego has a bunch of shit going on. But uh yeah, I only got a, I only got a handful of figures. But you know, it's not a competition. We're all we're all in this together. <laughs> and he's got something. He's got like Hulk Smash or something. He's got some shit too. So if you're looking for nerdy stuff from people that you semi know, if you listen to this goofy show, it's fun and educational. Uh, check it out at Instagram. So, Stranger Things on Netflix, uh, prancing through the woods and exploring, and the possibility. Oh, I, hold on, I forgot. Taking photos of my little Batman characters. <laughs> and wanting to be a National Geographic Explorer photographer guy. All those things. I fancy that. All right. And now it's time for the darker side of life. That's right. It's time for the legendary fuck you moment in here. We go. Oh, yeah. All right. The fuck you moment's the opposite of I fancy that. This is where I once again jump in my soapbox and whine, complain, scream, jump up and down, complain, bitch, moan, piss, oh, all that stuff about something that really chaps my ass. All right. In this one, hmm, let's see. I thought I wrote down more stuff. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. What am I going to do, everybody? Okay, fuck it. I guess I only got one thing. All right, here's what uh, I say fuck you to. People that have baby on board stickers in their car, where do you get off? All right, baby on board. Yeah, because I see that photo. I'm going to drive less like an asshole. No, I'm not. I'm going to keep driving the way I'm driving because that's what I do. <laughs> now, I don't, get what, I don't get what they expect out of this. What, you're not going to cut them off? Is that what that means? Well, I was going to pull the dickhead maneuver, but hmm, there's a baby on board. I better not. Has this helped anybody? I think it's right up there with the people that have the family on their cars. That's probably worse, though. But the baby on board thing really, really pisses me off. I don't know why. I don't know why dumb shit like this really gets to me. But I see that stupid... Even my wife goes... Oh my god, I felt stupid. And I was like, God, I know why I married you. I knew it. She's the one. <laughs> uh, Jesus, that was a weak one, huh? That's all I got? Is that really all I got? Wow, how utterly disappointing. <laughs> so, people with um, baby on board stickers in the back of their car. Fuck you. All right. Oh, shit. I got like four minutes. Oh, I have. I just remembered there's something else I wanted to cover, and I've got about three minutes, four minutes left. Perfect. The other night, the other day, one day, I told you guys about that dream my daughter had, right? Where she was getting killed. She was murdered in her, in her dream by that dude that stabbed her in the stomach with a knife. So this is weeks later, but it happened to be. 
the uh, trip with uh, Peter, where Peterson came. But this is the night before. This was Friday night before Peterson came. So just me and the kids, we're in the tent, and I'm having a dream. Well, I mean, at first, I didn't know it was a dream. So, but in my dream, I'm taking my kids camping. It's very fucking strange. It's all, it's actually very strange. So I'm camping with my two kids, and I'm having a dream about taking my two kids camping. And we get up there to the, to the campground, and it's all nighttime. It's dark. And I see, I see a couple, like a few dudes hanging around, like in the dark. And I drive past them. It's like, that's weird. And then uh, we get our sight. We start getting all our stuff out. I build a fire. And we start like, making our, putting our tent together. And this guy comes up to me. And like everything was so vivid. Like this guy, I, he, he had this face. I've never seen anybody like him, but I can, I can draw his face in detail. That's how vivid this dream was, which makes it even more eerie. He comes up to me and he goes, hey, yeah, how's it going there, guys? Good evening. Seems very polite at first, right? It's like, oh, how's, hey, how you doing? Hey, so I was wondering if uh, you can get your fire here. You know, we got, we, got, uh, we got dozens of guys over here who would love to come over here and, and, and appreciate this fire because, you know, they're, they're cold. And I go, what? You want to bring a bunch of guys over here? He goes, yeah, if you don't mind because, you know, they're, they're pretty cold out there. They, w- they would love to get out here and get some warmth next to this fire. And I was like, uh, you know, no offense, dude, but I'm here to spend some time with my kids, you know. Uh, why don't you guys make a fire right over there? You're really going to deny these men your fire? Is that, is that what you're telling me? I go, look, man, I don't, I don't want any trouble. I'm just here to spend time with my kids. I go, it's a little bit weird, you know, a bunch of guys I don't know. Like, I don't see what the problem is if you guys make a fire right over there at the other sites. You guys can make a few fires. So that's how it is, huh? And I was like, uh, I don't know what you're talking about, man. And all of a sudden, he pulls out of his, like, he puts his hand inside his jacket. And he pulls out a screwdriver. And I'm like, and this fear runs through my back. I'm like, oh, fuck, in my dream. And he's like, so that's how it is, huh? And he's looking extra creepy. I'm like, look, man, you know, please just... Go over there and this and that. He's like, and he starts walking towards me. I'm like, oh boy, here we go, here we go, here we go. He swings the screwdriver at me, like on a downward stabbing motion, and I dodge it and I punch him in the face, and he falls back. I'm like, oh shit, I did it! Like I actually got this guy. Like I've never been in a real fight before, and I did it. <laughs> and he comes right back towards me, and I try to swing again, and he blocks it with one hand. And he fucking sticks me in the gut with his other, with a screwdriver. And he goes right in. And I had that feeling when it happened of, oh, no, that's it. I'm beat. I'm done. And my kids are right here watching the whole thing. And I, I failed. I'm dead. I'm dying. You know, that's it for me. I've left them alone. Like I had that thought. And he pulled the screwdriver out of my, out of my gut. And then he shoved it into my throat, up like inside towards my brain, like that. Stuck me right in my fucking, underneath, right there underneath your jaw. And, oh my God, and he, like it even hurt. I can feel it all. And he pulled the screwdriver out and I collapsed. And I look over and my daughter's like, her eyes are just all super watery and I'm dying, dude. I'm 
drifting away and I woke up and I'm in the tent and they're sleeping right across from me and it's completely dark and the wind's blowing really good out there. And I was like, what the fuck? And it, I got to be honest, it creeped me out for a while. Like I couldn't fall asleep for a while because I kept seeing that dude's face in my head. It was so, so eerie. And the next day I woke up and I was thinking about it. And I was like, damn, dude, that could literally happen. Literally. Anytime. You could be taken out any day by any crazy asshole. It's such a such a bizarre thought. You could be at, in camping in the woods with your kids, just the three of you, and some crazy asshole could come up and for no reason kill you and you're done. Isn't that a wild thought? Just going to the store. I mean, you could be taken out any time. I'm I'm not talking about you know, like okay, there's obviously like the car accident. You know, you can crash or someone can hit you and you can be killed, and your kids are left behind. But, but li- literally, literally, everybody has the power to remove you from this planet, and we just walk around trusting they won't do it. <laughs> God damn, it's it, it kind of broke my brain for a while because I'm like, dude, like, what if something did happen? Would my kids know what to do? How to get a hold of someone? My phone's locked. I don't, you know, I think my daughter does know my combination now. She got savvy. But I was talking to my wife about this and she's like, yeah, she would know. Because she would know what city that her parents live and she would, she would figure, she would know, she knows where we work. So she'll find, they'll find out. So yeah, that's, that's pretty good. Yeah, you're right. But, uh, goddamn, so scary, scary thought. So next time you're out there at the stores, everybody, maybe at a restaurant, maybe even pumping your gas, just look up there right up there across from you at that sweet old lady. She's got potential to murder you. She'll have a screwdriver right in your fucking throat. All right. It's been a great show, everybody. I uh, hope you had a good one. And uh, <laughs> yep, it's pretty creepy. I hope you think about that kind of stuff now. And I hope you're, it's wherever you are, it's dark and you're alone. And you think about getting murdered. So it's, uh, it's been fun for me. Wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be. But, you know, can't win them all. I've been saying that a lot lately. Make sure you listen to Sticks and Stones Podcast. They're on Instagram also, at Sticks and Stones Podcast. At The Danger Hour on Instagram. And once again, I'm going to whore my shit out some more. At Batagrams. Please check it out. It's very artistically done. I'm actually in the, in the process of selling my pieces to an exhibit at a museum. They're going to put them on display. It's going to be called Contemporary Nerd Photography in Today's Modern Society. Everyone's turning the phones on themselves with selfies, but this guy turns it on toys. All right, everybody. And I think on the way out, I'm going to play you a little song. Just to fill up a little more time. Because yeah, I did reach the hour. The danger hour. But uh, I'm going to play you a song at the end of this thing. Why not, right? Uh, I'm going to play you a song by a band that I happen to love. A lot of people... I don't think a lot of people know about them or care. Maybe they think they suck. I don't know. But they're called Silver Sun Pickups. And I think all their albums are pretty fucking great. And a little, little fun fact... 
Silver Sun pickups got their name from a liquor store located in Los Angeles called the Silver Sun Liquor. And uh, so, of course, if you've been in a band or played with jam with people, a lot of it has to do when you're young, has to do with drinking. So they would say, hey, who's going to do the Silver Sun pickup today? Get it? Who's going to go make the Silver Sun pickup? Isn't that fucking cool? And that's their name, the Silver Sun Pickups. Aww. So let me see. Let me, let me find a good one to play for you guys. All right, this will do. I like to listen to this one when I'm taking my hikes. Uh, it's called Mean Spirits by Silver Sun Pickups off the album Neck of the Woods. Here we go. Uh, take it away, Silver Sun Pickups. And as always, stay dangerous, my friends. <laughs> Later. Yeah. 